Welcome to Spiritual Quest. We are continuing the series, The Book of Karma. Today we have a very important question. This question is, are there small and big karmas? Now we have always defined karma, which is one single word. But when a matter of action comes into play, you may say that some karmas could be big and some could be small. So the question that was asked, can we consider any karma as small or big? The example given over here is somebody knocking off another person by car. This person is admitted to the hospital. Maybe he has suffered very severe injuries or one person murdering another person. According to this world, it could be a big karma. Now let us take small karmas. Small karmas would be just a very minute thing that may happen in the world. Maybe while driving, you have cursed somebody on the road because the person has cut inside. So you might have said some wrong words or you might have used some expletives. Now, when you do this, naturally the thought comes that it is not a big deal. It's not a big karma. Then what exactly has happened? Have you done some big karma and some small one? Now this is something which you need to consider very seriously. There is neither big nor small karma. All karmas are going to lead you to what is called as rebirth. Now just for a small karma like saying somebody is stupid, why would you want to have a rebirth? And then knocking somebody down or murdering someone. Now you may say by doing those big karmas, yes, a person deserves to be born again. But for a small karma, maybe you have called somebody by some name. Do you think it is important that a person has to be born again just to go through this torturous life? Think about this life. A man has to be reborn. Now rebirth means lying in the womb upside down for nine whole months and then trying to squeeze out in this world. Do you know the amount of trauma a child goes through while just taking birth? And maybe this man is going to live for the next 70, 80 years. Do you think his 70 or 80 years are going to be fruitful or he is going to be happy throughout his lifetime? On the contrary, the person is going to be the most miserable person. All because of some silly karma. I hope you understood. This means there is neither big karma nor small karma. Karma is karma whichever way you look at it. Why would you want to do even those? It is a serious business. Karma is absolutely a serious business of rebirth. 
For this reason, it is important to do whatever possible and avoid it. In the future series, we will be taking up the subject of how to avoid it. Now, this avoidance of karma is a subject which is called performing nishkam karma. I am not going to explain that subject in this particular video. You may have to see our future videos to come and see what exactly does it mean nishkam karma. Nishkam karma simply says that you do something without incurring any further karmas. I hope you got it. Continuing from the small or the big karma, is there anything beyond it you may ask? Of course, there is neither small nor big karma, but there is something far greater than that as well. Now this is never considered when you talk about having a karma with another person. Do you remember the example where we knocked off somebody on the road? This person got admitted to the hospital. You may say, okay, I owe it to him. Maybe I should have taken him to the hospital. The insurance company is going to pay some things. No, that is not the end of it all. Do you know you have done something far greater by just performing that action? You have done something which is called collateral karma. What is this collateral karma? Collateral karma is that karma which you incur whereas this individual is concerned. His associates, his family members, his people, those who are connected with this person. This person whom you knocked down by your car has relatives associated with him. Maybe he is just an earning member in the family. So when he is earning his income, he is paying to his family the upkeep. He has to give money so that food is brought on the table. His children are going to school. You understood? You owe it to them as well. Now you may say, why should I owe it to the wife or the children or the old parents that the person may be having? Of course you owe it to him. It is not only these two, three people involved. Imagine this person is not getting his salary. If he were to get his salary, he would have definitely paid the EMI to the bank. He has bought a house. Isn't it your responsibility that because you knocked him down, you are responsible for his EMI not getting paid? How many things are involved in this? He was supposed to buy some groceries, which he couldn't buy. Now, when somebody buys a grocery, this particular individual from where he's buying the grocery, that shopkeeper was supposed to pay in front to the suppliers and the suppliers were supposed to pay to the farmers and so on and so forth. Do you see how big this chain is today? It is not only concerned with this individual whom you knocked off. It's his family, his immediate surrounding people, the people who are you know connected with his life. It's a very big cascading effect that you have connected with. Now think. 
do you really believe that karma is such a simple subject to understand karma is a very very complicated business and for an individual to understand he may have to take multiple life this is a serious subject and this collateral karma is something which can be understood by a very beautiful story which i am going to give you this is a story from the vishnu purana there was an individual his name was jadabharat now jadabharat one day when he was meditating in the jungles came across a deer this deer was being followed by a tiger the tiger killed the deer but while dying the deer gave birth to a small baby deer jadabharat saw this particular animal and tried to protect it he took the deer to his ashram and made him secure thereafter the deer grew up but the thought at the back of the mind of jadabharat was that the tiger will come once again and eat this deer so he was very much bothered about this deer it so happened that many years later jadabharat died just when he was about to die he was still thinking what is going to happen to this deer after i die this kept him in the loop of rebirth so in the next life he was born as a deer now do you understand the karma which he did which was trying to save this animal and then getting attached to it made him come back to life once again rebirths happen so now think this is a subject which will tell you that whenever you perform any karmic act rebirths are guaranteed for you now this particular issue of rebirth and karma is related to another subject which is called desire jadabharat's desire to secure that particular deer was the cause of his rebirth remember this you may have various desires in your life now whatever desire you have in your life if it is unfulfilled it is going to cause you a lot of miseries desires of various kinds gives you rebirths again and again let me elaborate when you have a desire of any kind and let us say it is unfulfilled you have not fulfilled this desire there are lots of desires remember jadabharat's desire was unfulfilled exactly the thing when you have unfulfilled desires what happens to you you get very angry in your own life when you do not have any desire fulfilled let us say you want to get admission in a particular college you want to get a job you want to get a lottery you want to get married to someone you want to have children all these are desires and when they are unfulfilled what happens unfulfilled desires leads you to anger anger leads you to delusions 
you become deluded you say why are these things happening to me i have done everything possible in this world and yet i am getting deluded and when you have deluded in this world delusion will lead you to confusion in your life to take the right decision becomes extremely difficult for a person so anger has slowly led you to confusion and when you are confused remember there is loss of reason you are not going to be reasonable at all this loss of reason will lead you to complete ruin when we talk of ruin what are we talking about ruin means you are going to get rebirths again and again and again because remember you have to fulfill those desires and when you have to fulfill those desires it's a karmic action it's a loop within loop within loop so why would any person want to get into this thing called desire so giving up desires is a must so this is a topic we have covered today where we have talked about one whether it's a small karma two whether it's a big karma and we have understood there are neither small nor big karmas all karmas lead to rebirths and karmas are associated with desires we have to overcome these desires and we have also learned the story of jada bharat so please be careful how you go about doing your karmas in this world the repayment of karma of your prarabdha karma is an important subject and how you get out of it is a subject we are going to tackle much later and that is by doing nishkam karma so we will stop over here but before i end this i would like you to write down any comments below or any questions that you have so that we can take up from where we have stopped thank you